Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Welcome aboard the Walt Disney World Express Monorail, our highway in the sky. For those of you standing, please hold on to the handrails throughout our journey and stay clear of the doors. For the comfort of others, no smoking, please. Thank you. Hi, folks, you're listening to Two Men in the Mouse, episode 260, recorded live on the YDF Media Network on October the 10th, 2023. This is your everyday guide to the magic of Walt Disney World and the larger Disney universe beyond it. My name is Kevin Kessler, and I am not joined by my good buddy Peter Mandel this week. He is off in Disneyland on this uh, trip that we've been talking about on the show now for months and months. He's going to be back next week with a full Mandel family trip report, always our most uh, sought-after episode of this of the year is Pete's post-trip report, but we'll, we'll get to that in a second, folks. Uh, we are, Pete and I are two lifelong Disney fanatics who have managed to keep the magic of Disney alive in our lives every day. We want to share that magic with you. So pull up a chair, gather the family, or pop in your favorite set of headphones, and let's experience the magic together. Okay, so as I said, no Peter Mandel this week, but as always, I was able to uh, dig through my Rolodex and find a suitable replacement. Uh, this week, I didn't have to dig very hard. In fact, I had to just pop my head into the next room and ask my guest host this week, hey, you, you want to be on the podcast? And she was like, really? What if I say something weird? And I was like, yeah, I've said plenty of weird things. Uh, folks, new to the show, but not new to being mentioned on the show. Uh, here on her birthday, I'm taking up her birthday evening to sit here with us. Uh, my fiance, Rachel. Hi. Hi. Hi, everyone. Thanks for having me. Well, you know. You're always you're like in the other room usually when we record. So yeah, I'm usually there, and I'm kind of half on my phone, half listening. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. Oh, so you're just like Pete, basically. No, yeah. I'm, I'm kidding. Pete is not half <laughs> on his phone. He's mostly all the way on his. No, I'm kidding. Uh, all right. So, uh, Rach has, uh, you know, been going to Disney. She's been in Orlando, you know, resident all her life. So I guess tell them a little bit about you, what your favorite park is, et cetera, et cetera. Oh well. I know you weren't prepared for that. No, I, I just kind of threw that at you. <laughs> I wasn't really prepared for that. But um, yeah, no, I moved here from Highland Park, Illinois when I was two years old. I think I was turning three. So kind of full circle. And then I was just in Orlando area for most of the time. And I wasn't really that much into Disney until I met Kev. Right. You didn't have an annual pass like ever until. No, actually, I lived near Hunter's Creek, which is the community near um, over there at Disney. And no, I never went maybe occasionally, but just once in a while. Yeah. So uh, I brought her for I bought her a one day ticket as like a gift for our anniversary, our six month anniversary. When we first started dating. And by the end of that day, she was like, OK, let's let's upgrade it to an annual pass. And we've been going steadily every week ever since and i have ignited a love of disney in her in her life um so uh favorite park what would you say Ooh, favorite park i i always have a soft spot for animal kingdom only because that was probably my first one that i ever went to really was, yeah and in, in 90 was it 98 or 99 that it first opened was and that with your family or was that like a no, school trip? that was a that was a friend trip when i was in kindergarten i think wow all right yeah I mean, I love Animal Kingdom, too. I used to famously hate Animal Kingdom, and it was like a 
like in the early days of Two Men and the Mouse, like those that have been listening since the beginning, I always remember like, oh, Kev hates Animal Kingdom stuff. But I mean, now you know me with Animal Kingdom. I'm like always all about it. That's true. But we never go to any of the bird shows. Well, no, of course we don't go to the bird shows. I'm not <laughs> stupid. <laughs> she, though I will say I've never had a bird attack with, with you. Like, like you were, you were there for one of them, but you were like, I was in the security line. Yeah. And you weren't because you never get flagged and I always get flagged. Right. So. Exactly. All right. Well, folks, before we move along, I uh, just wanted to do a quick plug to our wonderful Patreon over at patreon.com slash two men in the mouse. Uh, check it out. We've got so much awesome content. Rach and I actually do a video segment there called Festival Food Features now that we're now naming it that we are the next one will be the first one officially with that name. But we it's, we go around the, the Epcot festivals. We try food. We review them etc etc we have one up now uh which features the uh impossible buffalo chicken tenders and the dreaded pickle milkshake so that was fun that was fun uh all right and then and rachel's gonna do the patron show with me this week uh we have an episode with justin Suter from ddp today coming out as well uh also justin and i recorded the first episode of our new podcast series on the patreon exclusive which is called OOD, Orlando Outside Disney. And it is a look at everything from Universal to SeaWorld to Icon Park to uh, Kennedy Space Center, everything going on in and around Orlando that is not on Disney property. So it's a you know a fun little extra. And then, of course, Pete and I will also be doing the Geek Watchtower this week, and we are going to be reviewing the entirety of Ahsoka, probably fighting about it a little bit, because I liked it, but I, I find fault with it, and Pete thinks it's the most perfect thing that's ever happened. So uh, we'll. Uh, so all right, let's jump into the news. We got some worldwide news. Some of it great. Some of it not so great. Uh, so let's start with the great. How about that? Um, all right. So all day park hopping has return is returning to Walt Disney World. So Disney has announced that beginning January 9th of twenty twenty four, guests with a ticket with park hopper benefits or an annual pass will be able to once again visit another theme park any time of the day during park hours. So now on days when. Uh, theme park reservations are required for APs and certain non-dated tickets. Pass holders and guests will be able to take advantage of the updates to Park Hopper access after visiting their first park. So what does that mean? If it is a uh, park reservation day, then you have to set up your, you know, your park reservation. Let's say you're going to Epcot. You can go to Epcot right when it opens at 9 a.m. You check in, then you can turn right back around and go wherever you want. You don't have to wait for 2 o'clock anymore. Game changer, especially... For those people that are going to be, I wonder how it's going to work with the um, the virtual queue system. If you're still going to, going to need the Epcot reservation for that, mm. or if you just need to be in Epcot, what do you think? Hmm, I think I think you still have to be in Epcot. Well, you have to be in Epcot physically, but I wonder if it'll like geotag you for that, or because it was always like even if you park hop, it's after two o'clock, so you miss that that virtual queue opening. Right, but uh, may- be, yeah, it'll be interesting for both Epcot and. Magic Kingdom with Tron, which I've still only ridden Tron once. And we had that epic photo of it. Oh, there was an epic photo. Yeah, it's never being released publicly. (laughs) It's the worst (laughs) picture ever. Uh, All right, so Walt Disney World tours are receiving variable pricing. Uh, So there have been a lot of uh, goings-on shaking up the uh, pricing, which we're going to get to in a second. But uh, Walt Disney World tours are now priced by the date, which in some cases can be highly variable. So Magic Kingdom... Keys to the Kingdom Tour is now priced between $109 and $149 per person, depending on the date. It previously had a fixed price of $114. So I, I guess that's good. I mean, especially if you're going on, on non-peak like peak times. Yeah. 
I think so. Have you ever done any tours? No, right? No, I have never done one. We've been talking about doing behind the seeds forever. But that's I mean, pretty much the only one I wanted. I really want to do wild Af- wild jungle trek though. That the Africa trek. Oh, that'd be really neat. Yeah, when you go on like the the suspension bridge and all that. Fun is that stuff. just the giraffe, or is that more animals? No, it's more animals. Oh. It's like you go over the gorillas. You 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 get like your own private safari essentially, and you get mm. lunch. Oh. I, mean, I, I, I said lunch and your ears perked up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the um, and uh, the the elephant tour, there's an elephant tour, there's a rhino tour. The dolphins in depth is still my favorite thing I've done. Like that was really, really cool. Really? Yeah, I really liked that a lot. Uh, Photo Pass and Memory Maker have seen a price increase. So we're getting into the bad news here now, folks. Uh, so... Photo Pass advanced purchase of Memory Maker is now $185. Previously, it was $169. So that's kind of a hefty price increase. Mm-hmm. Standard purchase uh, during or after vacation is now $210, which is up from the previous $199. The Memory Maker for one day is now $75, which is up from $69. So, I mean, look, we get so much out of the Memory Maker. Like, because we've added, I added it to my annual pass. And we get so many. Like, I could you imagine, like, us not having those pictures? Oh, that would suck. We would totally miss that epic Tron picture. Oh, well, maybe, maybe it's not so bad. <laughs> uh, but also, parking prices have gone up. So if you are going to be parking your car at Walt Disney World, uh, this applies to you. So new pricing is now in effect. It went into effect on October the 11th. Standard parking for a car or motorcycle is now $30 per day. That's a $5 increase from the original $25. Preferred parking for a car motorcycle is now $45, $50, or $55 per day, depending on the season. Oversized vehicle parking for a shuttle limo, camper, trailer, RV, bus, or tractor trailer has increased by $5 to also be $35 per day. So only five more dollars to park a bus? Yeah. That's weird. That is weird. I mean, we always see those like those campers or like food. We see we see a food truck recently. We saw a food truck, but I don't think it was open. It was just parked there. Yeah, it was at Epcot. Yes. We thought maybe it was there for the like cast members or whatever, but I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> All right. So annual price uh, prices have also gone up. Disney has increased the price of Walt Disney World annual passes overnight, with new prices for all four passes effective as of October 11, 2023. So currently in effect. The lowest price Pixie Pixie Dust Pass has increased by $40 for, to 439 and the top tier in Credit Pass has increased by $50 to 1449. Uh, so the Pirate Pass is now 799, which is up from 749. Um, the Sorcerer Pass is now 999, which was previously 969. Now that's the pass we have. Mm-hmm. Yes. But now if you're not a Florida resident, you're only getting the Incredit Pass, which is uh, $1,449. So there you go. Ooh, the, you have to commit. Yeah, you really have to commit. And you got to pay that up front. It's not like what we can do where we no. gotta, like, pay it monthly. Yeah. Like I pay because we added the water parks for like $100 a, a, um, a year. Yes. And then we added the I added the memory maker because only one of us really needed to have that. So that was another 100 So I pay like 80 something right now. Per month. Yeah, per month. So yeah. we'll see what it is. Thankfully, I just upped my, you know, I just re-upped. Oh, yeah, so, you just, oh, yeah. so I'm the one who's You're the one that's screwed. screwed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, the medals have been revealed for the Princess Half Marathon weekend. Oh. Yeah, so that's very, very exciting stuff. 
Uh, Run Disney has unveiled the medals for the 2024 Princess Half Marathon Weekend, presented by Corksicle. It is a sold-out event returning to Walt Disney World Resort on February 22nd to 26th of 2024. The Disney Princess 5K medal features Ariel, and it is her in a pink dress, and it says Disney Princess 5K. Uh-huh. So your brother's doing that, yeah, one, isn't he? He's gonna do four of them actually, but he's never ran a race in his entire life. Right. So right. good luck to him. Uh, the Disney Princess 10K medal features Rapunzel. The half marathon features Tiana and Lewis, and the Princess Fairy Tale Challenge features Anna, Elsa, and Olaf. That's a pretty one. Oh, that is a pretty one. Yeah, sound like a big snowflake. All right, moving on. We have no resort news this week. In water park news, more bad news. Water park tickets have uh, gone up. The price has gone up. A one-day water park ticket is now $79, which is an increase of $5. A one-day water park ticket with blockout dates is $64. uh, That is not valid for admission from May 25th to September 29th and May 24th to September 28th. So there you have that. Um, I find the water parks are a huge value. Like we had so much fun. Yeah, we did. It was a lot of fun. Um, we need we, to go more than once this we year. We do, and we went on a busy weekend. So we were there on Memorial Day weekend, which, like, for a water park, that's got to be like primo time. Yeah, and we wrote almost all the slides that we wanted to. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't think of one that we didn't ride. Yeah. Like maybe like trying the various other like versions of that one. I think so. Was it Crush and Gusher or whatever it was? Yeah. Like it was like, it might have been Crush and Gusher. Oh, we didn't do Miss um, Misadventure Falls. Oh, no, we didn't do that. You got to do mm-hmm. that. But yeah. I just want Blizzard Beach to reopen. I know. So me too. Uh, not that Typhoon Lagoon isn't great. I do love Typhoon Lagoon. But all right. No Disney Springs news or Magic Kingdom news. But we got quite a lot of Epcot news this week. Uh, Journey of Water over at Epcot is now open. Uh, so now, obviously, it is still officially opening on the 16th, but it is now uh, like officially open every day to anyone. So you can just go now. It's pretty cool. Uh, so no lightning lane for it, um, but, but because it's not an attraction. It's literally just a land that you walk through. And uh, But there is a virtual queue on days where it's busy. So the day that this was reported, the virtual queue at 9.30 a.m. was 70 minutes long. Uh, so as long as you're in Epcot, you can join the virtual queue, but you can only do it once uh, per day. Excuse me. Um, okay, so we have not been to this yet. No, not yet. Uh, we've tried like three times. Three times. Yeah. And each time we've kind of been thwarted. Like most recently, yesterday, we were going to try to go. Uh, but uh, we are going to try to go again on Monday. <laughs> so hopefully that will, because uh, you're off Monday yes. and I can take off Monday. So, yeah, hopefully that will end up being more of a lucky day for us to get there and and actually experience this. And then next week I can have a full review for you guys on the show. Uh, So uh, when Pete's back before we go into his trip report. So are you excited for this or are you kind of like meh on it? I'm more meh only because it's just you're just walking through. Right. It's not like it's like Guardians where it was like, you know, which was one of the greatest experiences ever. Yes. Uh, or or Tron, which you know, despite the pictures that it <laughs> reveals, <laughs> uh, which you know, still we have to go on it again. I need to like vindicate myself and like keep my face like stoic, right? Like as we do the launch, so that I don't get that picture again. Which I don't know if it's possible. I don't think it is possible. But anyway, yeah. Uh, so Journey of Water now open, technically a soft open. So uh, you know, but we'll be officially opening on the sixteenth. Uh, the, we have the a makeover recently for the model railway in uh, over in the Germany Pavilion. 
Oh. Yeah, so the model railway has been updated with new buildings and landscaping. And, uh, yeah, looking at some pictures of it now, it's more colorful. Uh, according to cast members at the Germany Pavilion, Walt Disney Imagineering has been on site over the past few weeks working on the updates. There are several new buildings scattered throughout the elaborate rail- railway display. Uh, one of them looks like a castle. It does. Yeah. It's a nice paint job. Yeah, yeah. The uh, the model railway in the Germany Pavilion features multiple G-scale trains, which are among the largest model trains ranging in size from 1 by 22.5 to 1 by 29. Uh, so that is found along the World Showcase Promenade on the far right side of the Germany Pavilion. I mean, cute, cute area. Remember one time we were there with my friend Natalie, and um, she she said that there's like a Mickey and like a Goofy, and like they hide them in there oh, every day, yeah. and like mm-hmm. her kids look for it. And I, I'm like dying to find out if that's true or not because we didn't find it that day no we did not so i would like to you know there there are so many things now that i have to find like the mickey or like the otter there's an otter i told you about this like a couple weeks ago there's an otter that lives in the magic kingdom now like a wild otter actual otter yeah like (laughs) don't you like want to like just find it and like apparently your name is bubbles which i'm like i really wish i could have gotten in on the naming because like you know yeah what would you have named it i don't know clammy <laughs> they eat clams right like okay, they, yeah. they eat the clams off their tummies like yeah, yeah call that's them true. clammy clammy would have been a much better name than bubbles yeah what bubbles for an otter bubbles the otter you know what? i'm calling him clammy okay or her whatever you want to start that yeah yeah i'm officially we are we are reclaiming the name of this otter this otter is now named clammy you mean reclaiming oh good one this is why i love you <laughs> this is why i'm marrying you uh, if I didn't, if I wasn't already engaged to you, I would have just asked you to marry me right there. Commuter uh, <laughs> Core Hall uh, has got some exterior decor going up, and it mirrors the design of Spaceship Earth. We're seeing the geodesic triangles going up along Commuter Core Hall, which is going to be the new uh, like festival center concert area. Uh, it's going to be an eight thousand foot climate controlled exhibit space. So this is going to be huge, but it is looks like it's going to be decorated in the geodesic uh, triangle design of Spaceship Earth. So they're really going all in on that. And I, I don't mind it because it gives a very like cool look Vibe. to Epcot, I yeah. think. Uh, there is a new wine cart now in the Italy Pavilion where you can get all your various wines. It's cute. Like, it is very cute. Yeah, it's a little green wine cart with like a like a barrel that says vino on it. Um the new cart serves a selection of red and white wines, perfect as a grab-and-go for guests that are strolling around World Showcase. Uh, prices range from $9 to $15 for a three-ounce glass of wine, and there are also a couple of beers and a limoncello spritzer on offer. My mother would love that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so it's got like a whole, you oh, know. Yeah, there's o- a whole menu. If only we were big drinkers. We're not. Yeah. Well, we'll, you know, we'll occasionally get something, but, you know. Especially not wine. Like, I'm not stopping to have wine in Epcot. No, me either. Uh, the only whining done in Epcot is uh, when you're whining about... When it's too hot and I'm too, too tired. Hot. Yes, when you're whining, I'm sweaty. <laughs> this is... Um, all right, so the Holiday Kitchen lineup has been announced for the Festival of the Holidays, which we'll be doing some uh, festival food features on. So that is going to be starting up in November, from November 24th to December the 30th. You've got the American Holiday Table, the Bavaria Holiday Kitchen, which is in the Germany Pavilion, Bubbles and Brine near Port of Entry, Char and Chop near Disney Traders, the Holiday Hearth Desserts over at the Odyssey Pavilion, 
uh, holiday sweets and treats near the port of entry. L'Chaim Holiday Kitchen, which is the uh, uh, between Morocco and France, uh, which is serving up Hanukkah-inspired uh, things. Usually they got a nice black and white cookie. Oh, that's they've, delicious. Yeah, they've got a... Um, Laka. Laka. I love the Laka. You know me. I like to get that Laka every year. Yes. Uh, Las Posadas Holiday Kitchen in the Mexico Pavilion. Le Marais de Noel Holiday Kitchen in France. Uh, Noche Buena Cucina near Test Track. Um, and that's going to be Latin flavors over by Test Track. Shanghai Holiday Kitchen in China. The Shiwasu Holiday Kitchen in Japan. Usually they have the sushi Christmas tree there. So we'll see if they have that again. Uh, Swirled Showcase will once again be there near the port of entry. And Tangerine Cafe, flavors of Medina in Morocco. Then you have... Oop, just lost my place. <laughs> then you have the Tuscany Holiday Kitchen in Italy. Wine and Wedge near Disney Traders. The Yukon Holiday Kitchen in Canada. And additional locations, including the Funnel Cake Shop, Joffrey's Coffee and Tea Company in multiple locations, the Refreshment Outpost between China and the Germany Pavilion, and the Refreshment Port near Canada. So... Best of all the holidays. I mean, didn't you say that's your favorite? Actually, it is my favorite. Why? I really like the holiday season. I like the food. There's never been a time when I didn't like the food. That was the first. Uh, was that the that was the was that the first one that we ever went to together? I think so. It was the first one because we went in November for yes. uh, the first time at Epcot, or was it still food? Or was it, it food and wine? It might have still been food and wine at that point because they don't. I, they really should turn over for Festival of the Holidays, like the beginning of November. Like, yes. I wish we had more of it. I agree with I you. I get that food and wine is like the big one, but like food and wine is the most boring of all of them. It's like four, five months. Like every single one of these things have food and wine in them. Yeah. So like just the food and wine festival itself, maybe when like the cooking classes come back and all that stuff, like the, the pre like COVID pre Epcot, like makeover stuff. Maybe then it'll be a little bit more exciting. But for now, I find food and wine to be probably the driest of them. Yeah, I agree. All right. Celebrity narrators have been announced for the Candlelight Processional this year. Uh, a couple of new names, which were kind of surprising uh, to me, at least. Uh, I mean, first of all, conspicuous by her absence, Ming-Na Wen. Oh, yeah. yeah that no, was disappointing. No Ming-Na this, this year. I mean, she's usually uh, good for at least one of them. But back this year is Neil Patrick Harris. So, yeah. you know. Um, new this year, Chrissy Metz from November 24th and 25th, Luis Fonzi, November 26th and 27th, and Margaret, November 28th and 29th. Now, I'm going to level with you, babe. I don't know any of those people. I was just about to ask if you knew any of them. Nope. Nope, me either. Okay. I have no clue. Now, someone we both do know, Simu Liu, uh, returning this year, November 30th to December 2nd. That is uh, Shang-Chi. Uh, John Stamos, December 3rd to 5th. Neil Patrick Harris, who is the superstar of this, December 6th to 8th. Marley Matlin, December 9th to 11th. Now, I, I, I'm not trying, I'm not even, make, I'm not making a joke about this, obviously, but I really wonder how they do Marley Matlin because she's deaf. Oh, right. So is she, I wonder if she's signing and an interpreter is speaking for her because usually when she does a public engagement, like when she did the Comedy Central roast, that's how they did it. Right. She signs and, and somebody interprets. I'm sure that's... So that might be it. Okay, new this year. This is the one that stopped everyone stone cold. Brendan Fraser, yeah. December 12th to 14th. It is going to be so packed trying to get near that on that night for Brendan Fraser. Yeah, it's going to be a... My goodness. Real long wait. <laughs> also new this year, Eva Longoria, December 15th to 16th. I think that'll be a big one, too. I think so, too. 
Uh, Joey McIntyre also new this year, the 17th to the 18th. Sterling K. Brown debuting this year, December 19th to 20th. I don't know who that is. I think he's from the show. It's some ABC show. Okay, but he has a really good Brandon. voice, though. Um, all right. Jordan Fisher also new this year, December 21st to 23rd. Who is that? Who? Jordan Fisher. Oh, he's like a Disney Channel kid. Oh, okay. He that sings really sense. well. He's, yeah. Stephen Curtis Chapman will be there actually on Christmas, the 24th to the 26th. Uh, do you know who that is? No. Okay, me neither. Do not. Audra McDonald, new this year, the 27th to 28th. Also don't know who that is. Me either. Lisa Ling on the 29th and 30th. I don't know who that is. Oh, she's a reporter. Oh, okay. Yes. All right. I, I miss Edward James almost. They used to always have him uh, like on Christmas, so I would never get to see him. And I'm, I mean, look, these are all going to be great, I'm sure. We are not going to be seeing them because we we tried. We did this for the first time, what, two years ago? Two years ago. And... It was just, it's not for us. Like, it was cool and all, but like once was enough. We got to see the um, the the lovely young lady who plays Moana uh, do it, and she was great. But that is not an event that is like, we were, so, we, well, first of all, it was freezing. It was so cold. We were, we were freezing cold. Uh, and then it just, you know, it's, it's just a cool event. It's something everyone should do once at least. Yes. Uh, finally for Epcot, new signage is now up in Living with the Land. Oh. Yeah, they've added Epcot-esque signage all over Living with the Land. Uh, it kind of like it's in keeping with the, um, you know, like the font and the style of the Epcot signs that are found all around Epcot now. Uh, we saw it in the lab signage at the Biotechnology Lab, and I would assume that this is going to be spreading everywhere. It should. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty good looking. Like, I like it. Yeah, it's not something that's too yeah. crazy. Yep. All right, Animal Kingdom news. We have some new food offerings at Animal Kingdom. We, we were actually talking about this earlier. Uh, just the two of us, like, sitting on the couch were talking about it. Uh, so what's new on the menu at Animal Kingdom? Harambe Market is giving you African-inspired fare, including a variety of rice bowls. Highlights include the chicken and shrimp rice bowl and the impossible kofta pita. The beef and lamb kofta pita combines house-made beef and lamb kofta with a refreshing tzatziki sauce, uh, shirmula and house-made chips. Each dish features jollof rice with kachumbari tomato salad and tzatziki sauce. And you can choose between the shirmula marinated chicken, peri-peri marinated shrimp, or both to top it off. A new kids version is also available, that the shrimp and rice bowl with peri-peri marinated shrimp, right rice, and cuties mandarin oranges. Um, the Harambe salad with chicken combines shirmula marinated chicken with quinoa grilled corn, black-eyed peas, and crispy chickpeas topped with a shirmula herbed vinaigrette. There's also a new mango passion fruit cheesecake, which looks really cute. It's got, like, these little flowers on it. I like that. Uh, now, for breakfast, the one that I think looks the, looks the best is this stuffed pancake sandwich, uh, which is available at multiple locations, including Drinkwala, Trek Snacks, and Pongu Pongu. This is probably taking the place of, like, that... Remember that, like, biscuit breakfast sandwich that I always get there? Oh, right. When we're there early? Yes. I love that sandwich. I actually hope it's still there. It's like a sausage, egg, and cheese. Yeah, but it almost looks like a fast food. It tastes like a fast food yeah. one. It tastes like an Egg McMuffin, basically. <laughs> but I like it. It's good. Well, no, but it's not like a biscuit. It's not on, like, an English muffin. So um, that's available a lot of places. Just a lot of really good-looking foods here. Um, plant-based Impossible uh, Gatsby in a Pita Pocket. Um, with plant-based picadillo, tomato, pepper, relish, and crispy potato sticks. Um, there's a the harassa chicken wrap brings together 
uh, Harissa chicken salad with vegetables. I'm just kind of like going through here now, like very quickly. There's a cinnamon roll at Pongu Pongu that looks really good. Uh, there is a, um, yeah, just so many good looking things here. There's like a tater tot breakfast thing. Um, Flame Tree Barbecue and Pizza Fari. There's like a uh, Burnt Ends. There's uh, fries. I think that Burnt Ends is actually plant-based. Yeah, plant-based Burnt Ends. Impossible Burnt Ends. And then you got like fries with pulled pork and cheese. Uh, it looks so, so good. So very, very excited. And then over at Tamu Tamu Refreshments, there is now a Dole Whip Hard Cider Float with Ace Pineapple Craft Cider. Now, we're not big drinkers, but I do enjoy a good cider every once in a while. Yeah, I think it would be delicious. Mm. Finally, for the news, it's something I would get and you would take a drink of and you would either say yay or nay. Yeah, exactly. The only drink that I've ever gotten at Disney that you've been like, wow, that's really good, is the Schofferhofer um, grapefruit beer in Germany. I really liked that one. Your eyes lit up. Because like you always, every time I have like a beer or something at Disney, you always like reach for it to try it. And I'm always like, oh, she's going to hate it. This was the one where I was like, oh, I wonder what she's going to do here. And you loved it. Like that was like that. If you even if you're not a beer drinker, that is a good good beer to try. But I mean, also folks, you you know, life hack moment here. You can get that beer at your local liquor store usually. Yes. So you know you don't have to like spend ten bucks for a a cup of it. You can spend twelve bucks and get like a six pack probably. So uh, finally, in Hollywood Studios news, sec the second night for Disney Jollywood Nights uh, at Hollywood Studios is now sold out. That is November eighteenth, the second date to sell out. Two of the 10 dates are now sold out with November 18th reaching capacity alongside the opening night on November 11th. I really want to do Jolly Jollywood Nights. Oh, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, I, don't know, I certainly haven't. <laughs> it's, you know, you, you give me a Kermit and Miss Piggy show at a Christmas party and I'm I'm going to try to be there as, oh, yeah. you know, as much as I can. So uh, the remaining dates are November 20th, 27th, 29th and December 4th, 6th, 16th, 18th and 20th. So, uh, yep, there will be a DJ, probably DJ Elliot, spinning a mix of holiday tunes. Commissary Lane comes to life with a lively Latin street fair. Kermit the Frog and Miss Piggy host a live holiday special at the Theater of the Stars with some Disney friends. And the Hyperion Theater will host a spirited sing-along with Jack Skellington and Oogie Boogie. Also, it hosts the return of the Jingle Bell Jingle Bam fireworks. I just like to say that. I know you do. I, it's <laughs> like, I don't like the show at all. Yeah. Most, you know what? Maybe this year, if we are going to go... I will actually sit down and watch Prep and Landing. Oh, okay. Because I feel like that might actually help me. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, you know what? I was wrong. There is actually one more bit of news. Uh, out, we have outside Walt Disney World news this week. There's a new immersive two-legged droid experience at Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland. Oh. Yeah, so these, uh, these droids showed up today. And um, Disney Dan Becker uh, captured it on, on Twitter or X. Uh, yeah, take a look at this. Look at these. These are little, like, cute little droids. Oh, they are so cute. They're just, cute. like, beep-booping around. Oh, that is so cute. Now, do you think this is something that we'd be able to get here, or do you think people would not be able to handle it? I think people will not be able to handle that. Because it's new, or because it's cool, or both? I think a little bit of both. Because, I mean, like, Mando and Grogu still get mobbed every day. Yes. Like, I was hoping that, like, the, like, the Mando and Grogu... Um, you know, Craze was going to run out, but it never did. It never will. No. Uh, and this is why we didn't get Ahsoka. This is why we didn't get Chopper and Hera. This is why, you know, this is why we never get any of that stuff. So, all right. That's the news this week. 
Cool stuff. Pretty painless, your first Two Men in the Mouse news. This is probably the first full episode of Two Men in the Mouse you'll ever actually, like, experience because you don't listen to the show. I just don't listen to podcasts. I know you don't. I know you don't. I love you anyway. She, also, she's a dietitian, and I don't eat vegetables. So Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> uh, we're a match made in heaven. Uh, so we have a great e-ticket attraction for you guys coming up. Uh, just stick to with it. stay tuned with this, folks. More Two Men in the Mouse coming at you right after this. This is Bill Farmer, and you're listening to Two Men and the Mouse. Folks, vacations in Walt Disney World and other Disney parks are fantastic, but they are not the only offerings Disney has. A year ago, for Rachel's birthday, she and I uh, took an adventure, uh, something new for for me and technically new for her because it was a new ship. Uh, We boarded the all-new Disney Wish and took our first cruise and became Disney Cruise Line people officially because this was, without a doubt, the most magical trip we've ever taken so much so that we did it again like six months later for my birthday. Uh, we are going to be uh, for our wedding going on the Disney Wish. We, you know, we're going to be doing our honeymoon on one of the Disney cruise ships probably. It, like we are just full on with Disney Cruise Line now. And because, and I've noticed that now that the Wish has been around for over a year, a lot of people are now in our two men in the mouse family are starting to book cruises on the wish so i thought it was a good idea to revisit this and rachel and i can kind of like offer up our experiences give you guys some advice specifically on the wish some more like general disney cruise line tips so this week for our e-ticket attraction of the week rachel and i are offering tips and tricks for the disney wish on disney cruise line and uh i'm excited about this one yeah i really like this topic and you know what it's getting me excited for next year when we go again Yes. Like, I'm in, like, full, like, you know me. Like, I always need to have something on the horizon to look forward to, whether it's a trip yeah. or, like, usually a trip or something like you that. You need a countdown. Yeah, I love the countdown. <laughs> and which is why, like, once we're off the ship, I'm like, when can we plan another ship? And this is how I was with, uh, you know, vacations for Walt Disney World back before I lived here. It, it is. And, you know, we might, we, we've been talking about maybe doing Disneyland at some point soon also. Yes. But, like, right now... I am like fully like zoned in on the wish. And here's the thing about the wish. Even if you have been on other Disney cruise ships, the wish is the first in, I believe it is called the, uh, the Triton class of, of uh, cruise ships. And the treasure is going to be the second. So it's a different kind of ship. And I mean, I know that it is laid out differently. Now you went on the dream years ago Years and, and, then you went on the wish. So, I mean, like, people have told me that the layout of the wish is, is strange compared to the other ships. I don't really have a point of comparison to that. Uh, so that's why I figured, you know what? It's a good idea to kind of offer up some ideas on, on what you can do on the wish. Yes. Um, I think our first big thing to talk about is when you arrive. Now, for us, it's different because we live here. The wish sails out of Port Canaveral. We just drive to the to the marina and we go. Um, well, it's not a marina, is it? Or it's like a it's literally the a port. port. Yeah, we drive to the port and we go. Uh, so this one doesn't really apply to us, but for those of you flying in, please, for the love of whatever god you worship, do not arrive the day of your cruise. 
I could not implore you and beg you enough. Do not do this because man, oh man, is it a mistake because you guys have all been on flights and you've been delayed or the flight's been canceled. So you guys know exactly how this works and you know that eventually something's going to happen where, you know, there's going to be an incident and you're not going to be able to make, could you imagine? Oh my God. Losing your luggage, missing your transportation to get to the port. There's an accident on the road. So many. Maybe you have a layover that takes a little longer or people don't let you off the the flight and you miss your, your tight layover. I mean, it is just, this is not a thing to do. So get there a day before. Look, even if you're not going to like Walt Disney world or anything like that, Get to the day before. There's motel, like motels and hotels all over There's Port Canaveral, right? Yeah, there should be. You could even stay outside of the airport. Very easy. True, very true. And then like like maybe book like a shuttle or an Uber or something like that to, to Port Canaveral. But I mean, like I would recommend going to Port Canaveral the day before and maybe even like heading over to Jetty Park. Yeah. Jetty Park is a beach, folks, that is like right down the street from all of the cruise ship ports. As your ship departs, you will pass Jetty Park right as you hit the open ocean, uh, right at one, when you get to the edge of the canal. It's a beautiful beach. It's got a nice fishing pier. It is, it's never overly crowded. It doesn't get like Jersey Shore crowds or whatever, or Miami Beach crowds or Daytona Beach crowds. It is a nice, quiet little beach that we were just at on Monday. We just went for yeah, my mom's we, birthday. Yeah, and now you've been going to Jetty Park for years though, right? Yeah, I went since I was a kid. You guys like, because there's like a campground there. There's and, a campground, there's a playground. Yeah. You could even book a cabin for a night at Jetty Park. Yeah, we and, did that. And and stay there and then go to your, your cruise the next day. Yeah. Uh, but our next bit of advice would also be to maybe plan a land and sea vacation. Especially for those of you who... You know, the the Wish only does three night or th- or three day and four day cruises. Yes. And that la- that last day is not really a full day of your cruise. You're getting off. You're having breakfast and getting off the ship. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think that a land and sea is great. But now what would you think would be like we've never done a land and sea. But what would you want to do more? Would you rather go to Walt Disney World first and then the cruise or go to the cruise and then Walt Disney World? So I would probably go to the parks first yeah, and then go to the cruise. I feel the exact same way. The only reason is because on the cruise, you're going to actually relax after, you know, all the, what, four parks. And then if you wanted to right. do the water parks too. It's a nice way to wind down after a hectic, look, Walt Disney World vacations are hectic. They're amazing. They're fun. They're magical, but they are hectic. Yeah. And I think that like, I, I've so many people that I know I've been like, I went to Walt Disney World and I came home and I feel like I need another vacation. Like, I feel like I need a vacation from my vacation. The cruise is the perfect way to counter this. Yes. You do a three, you do three days in Walt Disney World and then a four day, uh, you know, Disney Wish cruise out of Port Canaveral. They, you know, there might not be Magical Express anymore, folks, but there is still Disney Cruise Line transportation that will take you from your resort, uh, you know, to the cruise ship. Or, or vice versa if you're doing it the other way around. Yeah. So when we were there last time, we had we shared a table with two different couples. One was from Japan and one was from Greece, and they were both doing land and sea, and they were going they were going afterward. Right? Yeah, they were. Yeah, afterwards. So, uh, yeah. I mean, I couldn't imagine like going and doing a a park vacation after a cruise, but you know, to each their own. To each their own. I'm sure it's just as magical, but. Uh, all right, so when you get there, folks, you are going to uh, 
pull up in a line. So there, there, if you're driving in, so there, there's a line that you go on and you wait in all these lines of cars, you know, you get mad as people try to cut in through the line because they go to the other lane. Uh, <laughs> remember how mad we got? Oh my God. We were so mad. You were, you were fuming. Don't let that person in. Don't let them in. Uh, <laughs> uh, but when you go up, so when you actually get up there, they, someone will come, they'll scan your, um, you know, your, your reservation to make sure you're there at your approved boarding time because uh, you have a time window to show up. And uh, after that, you, somebody will take your luggage out of the car and get the luggage on the ship for you. Make sure you bring some cash to tip these people. Yes. Throw them five bucks and, you know, thank, you know, you could do like I do. I like to try to feel cool like I'm some kind of mafioso. Have you ever noticed that when I do that, I like put the, I like put the money like in my hand and I shake the guy's hand and like hand him the money? Oh, right. Mm-hmm. I love doing that. The guy that I worked for in wrestling, Gino. He he did that. That was how he paid everybody. He he gave you the he gave you the mafioso cash handshake, and I love it. I think it's so cool. But yeah, I like doing that. Uh, <laughs> but for the, you know, these guys are lifting heavy bags all day. Make sure you throw them some money. Uh, also, you have to pay to park there. I think a lot of people. I forgot the second time. Yes, the second time we went, I forgot to that we had to pay for parking, and it's like ninety bucks for for a three day at for the a three time. day. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's not cheap. So, you know, keep that in mind in your budget. Uh, okay, another big tip. Now, I've told this story on the show before, but I want, like, your take on this story. Uh, don't bring food <laughs> with you, uh, to uh, like, in your luggage, because uh, talk about it. Yeah, honestly, we went through security. I turned around real quick because I thought I forgot something, and I saw this big bag of Gideon's cookies. And I wanted to so pull out my phone, but I knew this was government and they were yeah. going to arrest me if I you know, took a picture of the security. But underneath in the bin, there was just this whole bag of cookies. Oh, my gosh. It was so cringy. Like it, there was bags and bags. And you guys have been to Gideon's like, you know, those cookies aren't cheap. No. So, I mean, like they're over 10 bucks a cookie. So like, they were probably like over 100 bucks worth of cookies in there. Yeah. And they were just thrown in the bin. Yeah. Because you guys are not you're not allowed to bring uh, food. On or off the ship. So, yeah. I mean, like, that's one of the questions they ask you, like, when you get back, like, do you have any fruits and vegetables? I'm like, I've never, I don't eat fruits and vegetables, <laughs> let alone smuggle them off cruise ships. Yeah. Like, okay. Um, so, in your time period that they give you for uh, your boarding, uh, get there as early as you can. I mean, we typically will try to get there. So, the first time we, we your brother was with us. Yes. And he had an earlier time than us. Yeah. To get to the port. Was it an hour earlier? An hour earlier. Yeah. So, because of him, we were able to get there earlier, but we couldn't go, like, in yet. We couldn't go through security yet. Right. So, we dropped him off, and then you and I sat in the parking garage. Yep. For, like, an hour. Just, like, you know, talking and hanging out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but... Uh, we last time I think we arrived a little before our time because we knew we'd be waiting in the line. Yes. Yeah. So we arrived maybe like 10, 15 minutes beforehand. Uh, and then we were we were on the ship like immediately. Like once we got in there, we were and you and you want to get on the ship as early as possible. And here's why. And this is our next big tip. Taking taking advantage of the um, open house that they do where you can explore the ship and you can see like the kids clubs because even if you don't have kids, kids clubs are neat. Like they're just cool to see. They and are very neat. Yeah. Like what? What? What do you like? What's your big takeaway from when we did the open houses? I really like the slide. 
And yes, I- the slide that goes from the main <laughs> hall into the kids club. The adults are allowed to do it uh, like during the open house. Yes. And at the end of that, there was a hand washing station. I knew you were going to bring I, up the hand washing I station. I love the hand washing station. Right, explain the hand washing station so, because you used it so much. I know. So you just literally, there's two little holes in the sink area and you just put your hands in there and it will soap and it will wet your hands. But unfortunately, it does not dry your hands. I mean, like if it had like the the blow dryer in there, like that would just kind of complete the entire hand washing experience. Would be amazing. But they don't have that. But they don't. No. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so they, um, yeah. So take full advantage of it. Um, This is also when you can do a tour of the spa. Oh, right. So if you're considering, because it's not just the kids' clubs, it's also like the recreational activity places, the gym. Uh, but go take a tour of the spa. We did. We we almost got talked into like buying the spa membership for the uh, for the week. I mean, like just be be prepared when you go in there. They're going to try to hard sell you. Yes. On like dropping an extra like five hundred bucks to. It depends on how many days you're on the ship. It was like that rainforest area, right? Like it was, it, it's yeah. like this rainforest area right in the front of the ship. It's like has private little like soaking pools and these like what was that like the stone chairs that we sat there in was stone chairs. There was water. It was like a there river. was a sauna. There was a there was a cold room. There was a cold room. It was, it was so cool. It was amazing. Now we didn't do any spa treatments either time, but I've heard such good things. Your brother did a mani pedi. He did, and he seemed to enjoy that. He enjoyed it very much. Yeah, so. Was that in the spa, though, or was it at the Untangled I think that uh, was the Tangled Untang- Salon. The Untangled yes, Salon. Yes, the Untangled. My yeah. bad. Uh, okay. So, uh, oh, next one. Bring a pirate costume. Like, throw together a pirate costume because every cruise, whether it's a three-day or a four-day, has got a pirate night. And it's so cool. Everybody's dressed up like a pirate. I mean, like, I I basically did a, a costume that was roughly inspired by uh, Hook from Once Upon a Time. So I had like the black jacket and the and the eyeliner and all that. Like it is just it's sw- super fun. You had like the peasant dress on. Yeah. And it's really, really fun. And it's really cool to get pictures. Like, look, at the end of the day, when we go to Walt Disney World, there are so few times we're allowed to actually dress up in some funky costume. There's one time, actually. And that's not so scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here you're able to. And if you go for a Halloween cruise, you're able to do that twice. Yes. Because you have a Halloween night where you can dress up in costume and you have pirate night. And it's pirate night is so much fun. They have a special if you're on a four day cruise, you will have a special menu for pirate night as well. Yeah, it was pretty good. Or four night cruise, I believe. Yeah, it's four nights, five days. Right. Because we got four nights. No, because we got on the ship. Four days, three nights. We got on the ship Monday. And so that was embarkation. And then the next day was Nassau. And then the next day was um Castaway. Castaway. And then there was a day at sea, and then we were back. So it was five days. Oh, yeah. So it was four okay. nights. We've been saying four days. What we really mean is four nights. Yeah. Uh, so four nights versus three nights. Because you have a you have an extra night with the three restaurants, and one of those becomes the pirate night menu. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, so also, keep in mind what time of year you want to go, because... You know, you can do the normal cruise, which is magical in its own right. But the Halloween cruise and the very merry time cruises, I mean, you can get a lot of holiday goodness out of that. Whether So we've done the Halloween one. We've done a regular one. And our wedding cruise is going to be a very merry time cruise. And I'm so excited for that. Like, because, you know, me with Christmas. Oh, yeah. Christmas is the number one holiday. Yeah, 100%. So I'm super duper excited for that. Um 
And yeah, you can definitely add a little extra stuff to your, uh, you know, character meet and greets, especially like we were able to get the mini Daisy Clarabelle uh, Hocus Pocus. Yes. That was uh, very cute. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That was so cute. I loved that. And they did a show. Yep. Yep. And then you booked the princess, that princess thing, right? What was that? It was like a princess gathering. So there was, what, four princesses that you could take photos with? Was it four? Or so I remember. I remember Moana, Moana. Tiana, Cinderella, Belle. Was that all of them? Oh, no. Rapunzel. And Rapunzel. So there was five. Yeah, five. So we did that. But then you also. So, yeah. Check out what things you can book, because when you are able to book these things, you know, it could be very memorable because a lot of times these like uh, like just random pop up, not really random. You, you know when the characters are going to be there, but they can get crowded. But when you book it, like, you know, you're getting up there uh, in enough time. So, I mean, like a pirate night, you get pirate Mickey, Pir- all the Fab Five and pirate outfits. Cook and Smee are up there. Yes. Uh, you know, there, there's so many characters to do. So pay attention to that. Book those character experiences. The princess one was great. Then there was... Uh, did you book the Anna and Elsa one, or did we just go to that? No, we went to that. It okay. was on schedule. Yeah, so over in Arendelle, there was actually like... Because Anna and Elsa, while they do come around to every table, it's mostly like they just are like, oh, hi, thank you so much for coming, like as they're walking past you. Uh, we were able to go to like the full like meet and greet with Anna and Elsa, and that was really nice. But you actually did have a nice encounter with Oaken, during dinner oh, yeah because i like asked him a specific question and he stopped right yeah like i asked him because the whole thing was he was planning the the it was like an engagement party and he planned it and we had just gotten engaged so i said oh can you plan our engagement party and you know he, he we had a whole like little bit back and forth um oh when you get on the ship folks also like after you do your um you know your tour your open house eat yes. eat right away uh the the you know the mickey and friends um, festival of food will be open and Marceline Market I believe is also open at that point I think it was open yeah so start eating right away because get the most out of it eat everything you can because it's included yes uh, you know so we're talking Mickey Smokestack Barbecue kielbasa uh, pulled pork macaroni and cheese sweet potato fries so so much goodness uh, Goofy's Grill hamburgers hot dogs bratwurst uh, fries then Minnie's ice cream with the soft serve ice cream cones, which I love. Yep, that was good. You know, I know a lot of cruise ships and, mo- and a lot of the other Disney ships, they'll do the soft serve ice cream where it's self-service. Like on Castaway, it's self-service. Um, I like it so much better getting it from the cast member because they do it so much nicer they than I would. They do it so much nicer. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Daisy's Pizza, Donald's Cantina with the tacos and the burritos. We- we've done them all at this point, yep, I think. I think and so. I, I didn't dislike any of them. They yeah, were great. Yeah, they were all delicious. Marceline Market. What was your, like, your go-to at Marceline Market? Like, never sleep on Marceline Market, folks. It's so good. Oh, I don't know. I We mostly did it for breakfast. We did do it for breakfast most of the time. Every day, I think we did it for breakfast. So, yeah. I really liked the little egg, like, quiches. They had, like, a, they had like, like grilled tomatoes. They had, a, a, um, what? Eggs Benedict. And it, oh, the eggs. Yes. With I got I got the Eggs Benedict every day. Uh, and yeah, you know, the carving stations, the the crab claws, which you know she's allergic to shellfish, so she can't have that. But <laughs> I was I was shellfish and got it myself. Yes. Uh, but oh, the there was also for breakfast the Mickey waffles. Yes, the Mickey waffles. Uh, you know, folks, everyone loves to talk about how much they love the Mickey waffles on the cruise ship. Get as many as you want. Yep. Um, but then at lunch, you know, the charcuterie boards, the you know, the raw bar, the 
so so much good stuff at Marceline Market, and and you don't really look around at it because it's it's amazing. I, I recommend get your food and bring it out on the. There's like a deck right there that like for seating that you can go onto. Yeah, and also I mean like with the festival of foods, like we would sometimes get it and bring it back to the room. Yeah. We did that a couple times. We did do that a couple times. Yeah, it's um, mostly the barbecue. Yeah, the barbecue <laughs> because the barbecue is also right by the elevator. Yes. So it was like so easy to just grab it and go. Yep. Uh, <laughs> I loved that. Um, oh, so and at dinner, you know, remember the food is all included. You are not limited to one entree. So or appetizer or appetizer. Order as many. I ordered five entrees at the Marvel <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> Now, you know, are you going to have a stomach ache? Yeah, yeah. But it is a worthy stomach ache. Like yes. you, you, you know, get your money's worth. Um, also, like don't also like there are times when the festival of foods will be closed or Marshall Market will be closed. That doesn't mean you don't have access to food or you have to go pay for food. Uh, you have room. Yeah, you know, there's room service 24 hours a day. So order room service. You can order a burger. You can order chicken fingers. Um, you know, you can order a breakfast platter. They give you an order card for breakfast every day so you can you take this little like order form and you check off the things that you want so i would check off coffee donuts pastries uh you know juice, juice and we'd hang it on like what time i want it we hang it on the door before we go to the day before so they come along and take it and then they bring it Right there. So every morning at like six o'clock or six thirty, they would come. They'd knock on the door. They'd bring in the the breakfast food. I tip them. Bring cash to tip them. Um, you know the, the room service is included, but you should still tip the people that bring it. And then we would bring it onto the, our balcony. Which if you can get a balcony, folks, get a balcony because this was unbelievable. Like normally, I'm like the first person to be like, ah, it's just your room. It's where you go to sleep and poop. But like <laughs> this is the balcony. On the cruise ship, it's way different. Like sitting on the balcony, drinking a cup of coffee, eating a donut, and watching the the water go by early in the morning was so nice. I mean, you don't even drink coffee, but no. you you even liked sitting there with me. It, it was, was very nice, and we had a nice view of Castaway Key. Yep, big time. Um, all right. So, oh, also, folks, you know there are the table service restaurants that you go to, the rotational dining experiences. Uh, but keep an eye out for special. Uh, table service lunches that will be going on. Uh, I think they might have some breakfasts also. I think so. Yeah. So like 1923 has a lunch that is included in your, in your, in your cruise and it's a table service lunch. I mean, you, you go in, you sit down, you get, um, you know, you have a waiter and it's, you know, it's not your, your, you know, dinner service waiter, but it's, you know, the wait staff comes to you. We ordered, you know, burgers and we ordered, uh, what did we get? We got the calamari that was really good. Oh, the good. calamari was very good. Calamari in 1923 was great. Um, yeah, we ordered like a whole bunch of stuff. The only thing you didn't like was that lamb burger because yeah, of the cumin. Yeah, the cumin, I can't. Yeah, it was way too much cumin. Even for people that like cumin, I think that might have been a bit overboard. Um, okay, so the other thing is the Disney Cruise Line app. Now, like my Disney experience has become essential for Walt Disney World vacations. The Disney Cruise Line app is also essential. I mean, now, especially if you're not, this is also where you can purchase your internet plan or whatnot. But even if you don't have the internet plan, you can still use the Disney Cruise Line app to check what's going on around the ship. And even without um, an internet package, you can message your, like through the app the the people you're with so you and i were able to like send each other messages through the cruise app 
without an internet plan. Yeah. You're just connected to the to the Wi-Fi in the ship. You don't have access to external internet, but through the app, you can do pretty much everything you can do in the app. Now, the app will show you when characters are coming out. They'll show you when meals are, when shows are, when, when special happenings around the ship are happening, when pools are opening. Yep. There's so much on the app. Now, also going in with the app, they have rolled out Magic Band Plus. We have never used Magic Band Plus on a cruise ship before, but both cruises we went on on the Wish, we were both like, man... I wish you can do Magic Band. So definitely take advantage of Magic Band Plus. Otherwise, you're carrying your cruise card with you everywhere. And sometimes you don't want to bring your wallet or your purse or whatever with you. Uh, they give you a little lanyard, but that can be hard to keep track of, especially if you want to go in the pool or go on the Aqua Mouse. So, you know, the Magic Band solves this problem 100%. 100%. Yeah. I'm going to totally get, like, the actual Disney Cruise Line Magic Man Plus. I'm not just going to bring my regular one. Yeah, I think I'd do the same too. Now, and I've been very critical of Magic Man Plus since <laughs> it started because I find no value in it. Like, I'm just like, oh, okay, I can wave at the Figment statue and it'll make some generic music play. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, but, Occasionally. Yeah. But I mean, like, what else can I really do with it? The You know, I don't really play the Bounty Hunter game. Uh, and I love Magic Bands. Like, I'm a big fan of wearable technology. So... I will 100% do it. I don't know of any Magic Band Plus, like, features on the ship that you can use it for. Um, you know, but it's, you know, at least it's a Magic Band. Yeah, and I think it really, it's going to be useful. Yeah, if they had regular Magic Bands for this, I'd be all over that. But they don't. They only have Magic Band Plus, so. Yeah. Um, okay, so see all of the shows at least once. So your first cruise on the Wish, folks, you've got three... You've got three um, Live like shows. live shows to see. One of them is Aladdin. One of them is Little Mermaid. And the other one is uh, it's like a it's like a Mickey and Friends like thing. It's like a goofy show, like goofy going around. The goofy show was the only one we did on both cruises. So I'm glad we saw all three. But on the second cruise, I didn't feel the need to sit through Aladdin or Little Mermaid again. Yeah. Okay. Though they are great. They're fantastic. And what's amazing is like running into the, we ran into the cast of the Little Mermaid like repeatedly. Yeah. I ran into Ursula on uh, Castaway Key. We ran into Ariel that one morning when we were doing because they also do other odd jobs around the ship. Remember when we ran into that one girl um, on the ship who who bore a uh, eerie resemblance to Moana? Oh right. Yeah, like she was definitely Moana. She was. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so see all the shows at least once on your first cruise. On your second cruise, maybe use that time to go do something else that you didn't do. Because remember, you're not going to do everything. You're never going to be able to do everything on one cruise. So, you know, pick and choose what you do when you go the next time. Uh, don't sleep on the beignets. The beignet There's beignets in the Princess and the Frog themed uh, lounge. And those beignets were great. They were really good. Weren't they really cheap too? I think it was. It's like, was it like three or four dollars? Yeah, something like that. For like two nice size beignets? Yes. Yeah. I think that was it. It was really good. Like, where is it two or was it three? Maybe it was three. It was either one, three, or five. I think something like that. Yeah, it wasn't five. It definitely wasn't five. Really? Uh, yeah, it wasn't okay. one. So it was either two or three, I think. Because uh, they were big. They were a decent size. Yeah. But yeah, they were only like three or four dollars. So as far as like Disney goes, that's a steal. Yes. So that's one of the best deals I found. Uh, don't believe the hype about hyperspace lounge either. Like people will be like, you got to get there early. And I never, I've never gone to hyperspace lounge at night. Maybe it does fill up then. But every time I tried to go during the day, it was super easy to walk in and get a drink. So yeah. Uh, oh, this is one of yours. Pack a reusable water bottle. 
So go for it. Yeah. This is one of yours. So yeah, I mean, there's nice like places where you can refill your drink or your bottle, and you know what? It and you need to actually buy water when you're there because it's going to be really expensive. And right. what? You're you gotta, just, yeah, like hi, staying hydrated is so important, especially like in oh, the Bahamas where it's going to be so hot 100%. and humid. Uh, and you were filling up your water bottle with like the pomegranate. Juice, I was. Right? I like the vitamin water with it. Yeah, the vitamin water. I didn't like that. Yeah. So I just was getting water uh, for for soft drinks. I was keeping it to cups, like the cups they provide. Yeah. But like coffee, tea, soda, all of it's included. All of it's on the pool deck. Go up anytime and grab it. Um. So oh, uh, make sure you, if you, uh you are packing something for seasickness. Now we usually do the wristbands. Those like wristbands that have like the the pressure point that goes yeah. in, mm-hmm. and I've never had a seasickness experience on a Disney ship yet. Same. So, knock on wood. Uh, oh, the elevator. So the elevators on the Disney Wish have been uh, created with COVID in mind. So it is no touch surfaces. A lot of times, you only need to hover your fingers over the button without touching it to select it. That being said, watch where you lean because if you lean on those buttons, like or anywhere near them, your body motion will set off every single button (laughs) and you will stop at every single floor and if you have other people on the elevator with you they will be not that very happy with you nope not at all oh plan when you pack as well because like things like seasick meds uh ibuprofen sunblock like these are all things you can buy on the ship uh but remember you can't buy these things until you're in open water so if you're at port you're not the stores are not open you're only able to buy things when you are when you are out at sea because it's some kind of like law about you know taxes and whatever mm-hmm. uh so but these things it's disney they'll always be overpriced so make sure you're you know taking that into account uh there is no formal night on this cruise the only time you would have to bring like fancy clothes is if you were doing one of those like uh extra restaurants like enchante um you know or um one of the what was the, the other, other one ones? remy uh no no, no we don't no, have no, remy no. on the wish uh God, it was cogsworth themed was it just paolo a uh, paolo yeah paolo yeah uh there's no casino and no drink package either uh so keep that in mind i know a lot of people go on cruises they think there's a formal night there's a lobster night there's a you know a casino there's gonna be a drink package i can drink all i want now the drinks are it's a cash bar yeah everywhere you go now think about what time you guys want to have dinner as well uh now, think about like this is kind of a point of preference so we've done both the first time we had the early dinner and so it was dinner and then we did the shows afterward uh the second time we did the later dinner and we liked the later dinner but the problem was going to bed stuffed full of food yes like i think i would probably want to do the earlier dinner i yeah i would agree with you yeah. earlier dinner yeah uh make sure you take the time to see the opening show the Bon Voyage show. We we saw it the first time. We didn't go the second time. We could hear it from our balcony. Uh, but it's a fun little show. Mickey and Friends do this stuff. And then Pirate Night, they have a whole Mickey and Friends show. And then they do like a rock concert with, uh, you know, this really cool band. And Jack Sparrow shows up. And it's great. Like, go see the live shows on the main deck. Yes, they're crowded. Scope out a spot. Get there early. Um, go to events. I mean, there's so many events. There's karaoke. There's trivia. There's bingo. We had so much fun at, at uh, Trivia, even when we didn't win. Yes, we did. But we did win. We did with one. Yeah, we won them up at Trivia. Yes. And uh, But we did not win Star Wars Trivia or Pixar Trivia. Yeah. Star Wars Trivia, I got 
I, I lost by one question and it was a sequel question and I was so mad. It was about The Last Jedi. <laughs> oh, you were so furious. Furious. Made me hate that movie even more. <laughs> uh, so now Castaway Key. Uh, get onto Castaway Key as early as you can, folks. Like, make sure to get out there and live that day to the fullest because you've only got a day out there and it is unbelievable. And there's so much to do, there's so much to explore. If you have kids, scope out a spot on the family beach. If you don't have kids, do not waste your time with the family beach. No. Uh, get on that tram. Get to Serenity Bay. Not only is it just amazing as a beach, but it's also really good for um, food. So much better food there. Yeah. Ribeye steaks. I mean, like, you know, seared seared mahi-mahi. Like, there's so much good stuff to have there. And remember, all the food on Castaway Key is free. So get yourself some souvenirs, you know, at, at a cost, but then save money by pigging out on the island. You know, you get lunch, you get soft serve ice cream, you get desserts, you get so much really good stuff there. Uh, maybe consider getting a bicycle. We rented bikes and we explored the island that way our first time. Then the second time, we just made a beeline right for Serenity Bay and that was where we stayed. Yep. Um, you know, and, and this is the benefit of doing more than one cruise is like, you learn it's kind of like Walt Disney World where like you learn what you want to do and what you don't want to do and you figure out where to like spend your time. Now, first cruise, we did the bikes. We rented a floaty. I did snorkeling. Uh, second time, we did none of that. Uh, yeah. There's also. Nothing. Yeah. There's also a great 5K. Uh, you can actually get out on the island faster if you do the 5K. So, I mean, look, go out there and walk for the three miles. <laughs> you got you got you on the island faster. Um, speaking of walking, the first time we went, we had to uh, we took the tram off the ship to get to like the main area. We breezed by all of the characters. And then by the time we went back, the characters weren't there anymore. So we missed out on all the characters on uh, Castaway Key, which I definitely think was a huge missed opportunity. However, the second time we walked and the characters were in areas where the tram goes to. So I don't know like if they've changed that or what. I'm hoping they didn't. Yeah. Just keep them, keep them near the tram. Yeah, keep them near the <laughs> tram. Um, and those character meets are amazing. So, all right. Well, anything else you can think of before we check in on what our friends around the world had to say? No, I think we covered everything. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just if you've never considered a Disney, a Disney cruise trip before, folks, consider it. And talk to our buddies over at Away With Me Travel. Uh, Justin Suter from GDP Today. He runs the show over there, and he is – him and his team are top-notch. They're booking our wedding cruise. You know, they are just – I cannot recommend them enough. Shoot them an email. Uh, you can reach Justin over at justin at com or show at awaywithmetravel.com. I – like, folks, I would not recommend it if I didn't believe in it. So talk to them. They're friends of the show. They're not paying us to say this. Uh, you know, they are – they're just tremendous. They just booked Pete's Disneyland trip, and he had – he raved – I'm sure next week he'll rave about how great they were. So, um, yeah. And Justin put together, like, these really nice packages uh, for me to present to, like, our families and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's really, really good. Uh, all right. So, our friends around the world. Let's take a look at what they had to say. Uh, oh, so, over on our Facebook discussion group, facebook.com slash group slash two men in the mouse, I asked you guys, um, you know, what do you... Um, What's your biggest advice for first timers on the Disney wish or your biggest Disney cruise line advice? Here's what you guys had to say. Nathan Dunbar says, join the cruise Facebook groups 
for the dates of your cruise. That's a good one that oh, we missed. Oh, that one's good. Yeah, we did that for both of our cruises, and it was so good that we did that. So there's always going to be a Facebook group. All right, let me. He says, people do pixie dust duck hiding and also announce if they're dropping certain excursions for people to grab. Also great for asking questions and coordinating. Nathan, hit the nail on the head with this one. This was so, like, there's always a Facebook group for your cruise. Look up your cruise, your ship, your dates. There will be a Facebook discussion group. Join it. And, you know, maybe you'll even make friends that you can then meet up with on the ship. I mean, it's it's a great, the duck hide. Like, we've each found a duck. We did. We each found a duck. And there's like the fish extenders and like all this other cool stuff that's all organized, not by Disney, but by the people on your cruise. So take a look at that. Lindsay Ray says, review the deck plans and layout before your trip, no matter the ship. It helps give you a little more sense of direction. I always take Dramamine when I get on the ship, so that way it prevents any motion sickness from setting in that first day, and then I'm good by day two. If you can't get reservations for Palo or anything else, try getting them as soon as you get on board. They save some availability for this. And if you do specialty dining, don't do it the first night. Go meet your wait staff the first night. She's right about that. Yes, I agree with that. I would never recommend passing up the included dining for like I if you're going to do the specialty dining, I would say do it in addition to like maybe you did an early dinner and you're going to do a later, you know, we almost tried that. We almost did. We almost did it for Enchante and then we, we decided did. not to because we were having so much fun. Yes. So. Um, Connie Loretto says, yay, we'll be taking our first Disney cruise on the wish this summer. Can't wait. So excited for you. Make sure you tell us everything about it over here in the group. Uh, Stephanie Kanoski says, We sailed the Wish last December during their very merry time cruise for our daughter's birthday. It was amazing. We joined a Facebook group for that specific cruise ahead of time to get advice from fellow cruisers and set up fish extender info. I also looked at the dinner menus ahead of time to get an idea of what we'd like, as well as a map of the ship. We made sure to check in the first day of eligibility so we can get an early port of call time, which left us plenty of time to explore the ship on embarkation day, especially the nursery and kids clubs if you have little ones. Once on board, you can check out their app to find out character meet and greets through the cruise. I recommend getting in line for those about 15 to 20 minutes before they start since the lines build up and they do cut off at a certain time. I will say there's so much to do on the ship in such a short amount of time that we decided not to get off in the Bahamas and made that another pool and slide day. Others will probably mention this too, but the elevators are tiny and get crowded. Plus, the elevator buttons are sensitive and don't light <laughs> up well, so we experience issues with getting stuck riding up and down a few times. Hopefully, they can work on that work on that one day. Um, and then she replied with a photo of her family on the Wish. Oh, it's a beautiful that photo. That is cute. We took one there too, like we right did. by that little thing with yeah. your brother. Um, she's a hundred percent hits the nail on the head. Every single one of these. Um, yeah. So much good advice from you guys on this one. Heather Marie says, lower expectations about seeing everything. You will not only, you will not on such a short cruise. Prioritize what you want to do. Castaway Key is the best. That is very true. Yeah. Uh, Cheryl Pavia says, book the placeholder. Now, the placeholder is, what is it, $200 down or something like that? I think it depends on your cruise. Yeah, it's 200 It's It's some amount of money down and you do a placeholder for a future cruise. Now, we were under the impression that it was only for seven-day cruises. Or seven and above. Yeah, but I have been told that that's not actually true. So I need to I need to double-check on that. I'm going to talk to Justin about that and, and get to the bottom of that and have an answer on the show next week, hopefully, about that. <laughs> but Because, uh, I mean, he even asked me about this when I talked about, like, going on the four-day cruise. He was like, oh, did you do the placeholder? And I was like, I thought we couldn't do the placeholder. But I didn't, I didn't even think to ask. Um, she also says, slow down and know you won't do everything. The staff on the ship come from places around the world. Use the opportunity to ask them about where they're from. It's very interesting. It makes them feel good. 
I agree with that. Yeah. Our, I think our what our first cruise, our wait staff was from what Indonesia. They were Indonesian. Yes, and the second one he was from Mumbai, India. I, I think. think. Yep, India. Yeah. yeah. It's very interesting to talk to them, and you know what? Get to know them. Talk to the maitre d. Talk to you know. You have you have a main waiter, you have a drink waiter, and you have the maitre d. So you know that's get to know them. And the maitre d on our first cruise, remember he remembered us like he knew exactly what table number we were every time he we showed our, up. Yes, and he, he saw knew us our and he, drink yeah, order. Yep, yep. And every time, that's the best thing about having the same waiter all three nights is they they come to know everything. And you could say to them on the first night, like, look, every night when I sit down, I'm going to want a glass of red wine, and you know, and and something something else. So. Yeah. And they'll have it for you. It'll be waiting there for you. She also says, refresh the Navigator app often because they often add activities. Go to the Rose Lounge, especially when pulling away from Castaway Key. It offers a great view. Teach your kids buffet etiquette. This applies more to other ships where um, they're self-service at Cabanas. Now, on the Wish, it's not the buffet is not self-serve. Nothing it is, is self-serve. Nothing is self-serve Except on the for Wish. the drinks. Yes. Um, you are, you hand your plate over to the crew members and they serve you. So the buffet etiquette, I, I love it so much better. Yes. Yeah. But like, yes, I agree. Teach buffet etiquette. Tell your kids not to put their hands in the food, Ugh. not to, you know, like <laughs> not to pick food up and put it back or whatever, you know, uh, and be prepared to get sick. I think I get sick dur- during or after every cruise still worth it. I mean, you know, getting sick can happen. I mean, like, oh, you, it happened to me. Yeah. You, you went down with it. I, I was, remember. yeah. Um, and Kay Pern says, can't wait for this episode. We live in 22 days for our cruise on The Wish. Libby McManus says, oh, Mrs. Kev, I guess that's about you being on the show. Aw. So <laughs> I would never call you that. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Oh, yeah. So that's what our friends around the world had to say. So nice. there you go. Your first episode of Two Men in the Mouse. How did you like it? It was fun. Yeah. I enjoyed myself. You're going to want to get to bed soon, though, because you got work in the morning. Yeah, so. I do have work. All right. Well, then, uh, that's going to do it for Two Men in the Mouse this week, folks. Thank you so much for joining us. If you love our buddy Peter Mando, go check him out at Rogue Comics. Over there at 105 North Union Avenue, Cranford, New Jersey, 07016, or go to roguecomics.com, where you can find a link to Pete's eBay store. Uh, folks, uh, our good friends over at Away With Me Travel have got you covered not only for Disney trips, but anywhere in the world. Uh, email Justin over at Justin at AwayWithMeTravel.com or show at AwayWithMeTravel.com and tell them what you're looking for. They'll definitely get you all set up. And of course, folks, for me, please check out the Morty Monster YouTube channel at YouTube.com slash Morty Monster. We got a, um, you know, I've been down with, you know, being sick for weeks now and I finally have my voice back. So I'm going to be putting out that Halloween Horror Nights video sometime this week. And, you know, stay tuned for more because we got a bunch more things uh, cooking up in the pot with Morty going on. And my books, the Ross and Annie series, uh, can be found on Amazon.com under my real name, Kevin J. Kessler. My other book can be found under the name Vincent Valentine. That's V-A-L-E-N-T-E-A-N. And those are Haunted House Stories, Paranormal Detectives, uh, Kidnapping Detective Mysteries, and uh, EMP Post-Apocalyptic, you know, Adventures. And uh, so... uh, Babe, thank you so much for being on the show. It meant a lot to me. I like that we got to share this. Um, you know, been thinking about it for a while. So thank yeah, you. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. You're welcome. And happy birthday. Thank I you. Love you. I love you too. All right, folks. Um, please keep the magic alive every day of your lives. We will see you next week on Two Men and the Mouse. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow. 
shining at the end of every day. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow, just a dream away. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors until the monorail stops completely and the doors open. If this concludes your visit, we hope you've had a wonderful time and will return home safely. Thank you for traveling with us. This has been YDF Media Productions.